Here is a sermon that was preached by Pastor Ballon in one of the Sunday morning services. And if you remember last week, we started a new series called Follow Me. And today morning, I just want to talk about following God intimately, following God closely. How can we do that? And before we start today's topic, I just want to you know, take you through one or two slides from last week. We talked about the rational behind this series. God wants every one of us to follow him. You know, following God, it means it's very unique for each and every one of us. I don't follow the way you follow God. You don't follow the way someone else is following God. Following God is based on our personal relationship with God. You know, that's why today's topic is following God based on intimacy, the intimate relationship that we have with God. And we spoke about following God is very, very important because not many followers of God around us. There are many observers. There are many believers who believe in God for a miracle, but they do not follow. There are many fans for Lord Jesus Christ. There are many visitors. They often visit Lord Jesus and check with him, how, Lord God, how you are doing. And check with him and go away from him. And also there are many beneficiaries. They just look for only for benefit, but not many followers of God. And what God is expecting the church is to follow him. God is looking for followers. Only if we follow Christ on this earth, we will be able to follow Christ even in the eternity. Someone who is not following Lord Jesus Christ on this earth is not going to follow God in the eternity. What I mean to say is, someone who is not going to follow, not following Lord God on this earth is not going to go to heaven at all. Because following God is very, very important. Unless we follow God today, we cannot make others to follow God. You know, the whole reason for the existence of church is to make disciples. Disciples are none other than followers of Lord Jesus Christ. If you and I need to make disciples, you and I need to follow Lord Jesus Christ. We also talked about some of the powerful and profound words spoken by Lord Jesus Christ. One such word was, follow me. Follow me. He looked at Peter and Andrew as they were about to go for fishing Jesus spoke to them and he said, follow me. Scripture says, the moment Jesus spoke those words, Peter and Andrew left their nets and followed Lord Jesus Christ. A little while later, Peter and, uh, after Peter and John started following, Peter and Andrew started following Lord Jesus Christ. He went and spoke to Matthew and he went and spoke to Levi and asked them to follow Lord God and they followed. There was power in the word of God and that made them to follow Lord Jesus Christ. And this morning we are going to talk about Lord God wants you and me to follow him intimately. Intimacy is a loving and affectionate and personal relationship we have with someone. The best way to understand intimacy is to understand the relationship between husband and wife. You know, that's the best example for intimate relationship. The kind of relationship a mom has with her baby is an intimate relationship. It's not just an ordinary friendship. It's not just an, it's a professional relationship, but it is an intimate relationship. That means heart to heart, they understand each other 
perfectly. <coughs> I believe that's going on with the families. Yes? If that's not there in the family, the family life will be a struggle. Whatever the husband says, wife does not understand. Whatever wife says, the husband is not going to understand. So what is missing there is a kind of intimate relationship. An intimate relationship is a heart-to-heart -heart relationship. If you think about a baby, the way mother takes care of her baby, it's very unique. The baby understands her mother. No one else can understand her. Not even her husband. The way baby understands her mother or his mother. The way mother understands her baby. It's very unique. It's an intimate relationship. It's a very mutual cooperative relationship. Following God, if, the, if, if our following God is not coming out of an intimate relationship, it is not going to stand for a long time. In other words, following God or following God intimately means the following things. Following Lord Jesus Christ out of love, not out of compulsion. In the today, many of us try to follow Lord God out of compulsion. Because someone else is asking us to follow God. Maybe our parents. Maybe our spouse. Someone else is telling us to follow God every time. That's the reason we follow God. That cannot be an intimate relationship. That cannot be following God intimately. Sometimes we also follow Lord Jesus Christ out of fear. If I do not follow Lord God, probably I am going to fail in the examination. If I do not follow Lord God, my PNP is not going to come through. If I do not follow God, I'm not going to make in my career. If I do not follow God, I lose protection. I'm so afraid. That's the reason I want to follow God. That's not an intimate relationship. An intimate relationship with the Lord God is very spontaneous. It doesn't come out of fear. It doesn't come out of compulsion. Following Lord God out of desire is an intimate relationship. Not out of guilt. You know, sometimes we all get into that mode. I get into that mode. <coughs> I'm sure you also get into that mode of guilt. We get up in the morning and we want to go to work. Lord God, I didn't pray today. You know, we get the guilty conscience within, within us. And we try to follow God out of guilt. Lord, you gave me such a life, beautiful life. I have not done anything to Lord, you, Lord God. You know, you develop the guilt within you and then you try to follow God. Intimate relationship or following God intimately does not come out of guilt. You know, today we try to do many things because we feel guilty within us. We feel guilty within us. Oh, it's so bad that I have not done that. That's not following God intimately. God wants us to follow him intimately. I would like to read a scripture from Psalm 73 verse 25. The beautiful scripture, Psalm 73 verse 25. Here the psalmist says, he cries out to God and he says, whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. Whom have I in heaven but you? You know, when he opens up his hands towards the heaven, and he looks above and he says, Lord, whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. That means so much. His words tells the Lord, Lord God, I do not have anyone else other than you. 
You know, when we come to that kind of understanding with our Lord God, Lord, I do not have anybody else on this earth, Lord. I'm not able to trust him. I'm not able to trust her. I'm not able to trust my job. I'm not able to trust my career. I'm not able to trust my financial situation. I'm not able to trust anything. I do not have anyone else on this earth. You know, when you come to in notes with God, in terms with God, according to this scripture, that tells that you have an intimate relationship with God. That tells that you are following God intimately. Lord, I don't have anybody else other than you. You know, children of God, this morning, God is telling us that we need to get into such a kind of relationship with our God when we live on this earth. Following God intimately, that also means living a life on this earth, setting our eyes upon Lord Jesus. As we say, when we fix our eyes upon Lord Jesus Christ, when we turn towards Him, all the things of this world will fade away. All the things of this world will become immaterial for us. Following God intimately means fixing our eyes upon Lord Jesus Christ. Listening to our Lord God. You know, it's very important that we need to listen to God. It is very important that we need to hear the voice of God. It is very important that we need to receive from Him. You know, if the moment we stop receiving from Him, our spiritual life starts. Our spiritual life starts. That's why it is important we need to receive the Word of God. It's not, very, you know, it's not enough that we listen, but we need to receive the Word of God in our hearts. And I believe this morning God may help us. We need to receive Him. Following God intimately, that means we are receiving Him. Receiving from Him. We need to keep him, keep him as close to our heart. You know, I mean what, oh, you know, I know what you, you know what you understand when I say that. We need to keep Lord God close to our heart. That means every heartbeat, he knows. Every struggle that we go through, he understands. You know, every pain that we go through, he knows about it. You know, when you come in grip with God with such terms, you know, that's your strength. That's your strength. God wants us to follow him intimately. When we follow him intimately, we don't do anything that hurts him. You know, there are many things that we do on this earth that's not according to the word of God that hurts him. God feels pain in his heart. Jesus feels pain in his heart when we do not do things according to the word of God. And this morning God is telling us that when we do things according to the word of God, he rejoices. When we follow God intimately, we are not going to do anything that hurts him. Scripture also says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. You know, many of our lives, many of our deeds at times, they grieve the Holy Spirit. And this morning God is telling you, telling us that we should not grieve the Holy Spirit. The moment you develop an intimate relationship with somebody, we are very cautious that we don't want to hurt him or hurt her. We are very cautious that we don't want to make him or her grieve over the situation. But this morning God is telling you that we should never grieve the Holy Spirit. Now if any of our deeds are grieving the Holy Spirit, and this morning we need to set things right with God. Scriptural Paul also talks about crucifying him over and over again. If we have intimate relationship with God, we will not crucify Lord God over and over again at the cross. Intimate relationship. God expects us to walk with intimate relationship with the Lord God. But you know what? Scripture, when we go through some of the scriptures, we understand the intimate relationship is mutual. 
Even otherwise, in the worldly terms, intimate relationship is mutual. You know, you love somebody and you receive love. You give and you get love. When we love Lord God, when we develop an intimate relationship with our Lord God, you know, it is very important, it's very amazing that He also loves us intimately. Just wanted to quote two scriptures from the Word of God. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17. Zephaniah was chapter 3 verse 17. Scripture says, the Lord your God. Just read that along with me. It's a very beautiful scripture. I want you to own the scripture. Especially when you are alone. Just read the scripture. It's a very, very encouraging scripture. Zephaniah 3, 17. The Lord your God in your midst. The mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. The Lord God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. You know, that talks about the intimate relationship our Lord God has with you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. One more scripture from Isaiah chapter 49 verse 15. We all know the scripture. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb. Surely they may forget. Yet I will not forget you. You know these are some of the scriptures. They talk about the intimate relationship. Lord God has with you. And this morning God is telling us. That we need to walk in that intimacy with the Lord God. And this morning just want to you know, make things easy for you. I just want to you know, quote somebody from the word of God. Who walked intimately with the Lord God. It's nobody other than Mary Magdalene. Just want to, you know, just want to give, you know, quote the scriptures as an encouragement. How she walked with you, with, with the Lord God, when she was on this earth. When she observed the things that was going on in the life of Lord God, Lord Jesus. You know, she developed a passion for Lord Jesus. And she started walking with him intimately. You know, there are many Marys in the scripture. Some of the Marys that we know. Mary, the mother of Jesus. And also another Mary, the sister of Lazarus and Martha from Bethany. And there was another Mary, Mary the mother of James. And the Mary that we are talking about today, this morning, is Mary Magdalene. You know, Mary Magdalene is a unique personality from the scripture. She's totally distinguished from the other Marys in the scripture. Because she intimately followed Lord Jesus Christ. You know, none of the followers of Lord Jesus Christ ever did this, what Mary did to Lord Jesus Christ. Mary Magdalene followed Lord God very closely. We can, you know, read that from some of the scriptures. Mary followed Lord Jesus Christ during her, his ministry on this earth. And she also followed Lord Jesus Christ during his crucifixion. She followed Lord Jesus Christ after the crucifixion. And after the resurrection. You know there are tough moments in Lord God. In the life of Lord Jesus Christ on this earth. Mary Magdalene followed Lord Jesus Christ. Like anyone else. Mary Magdalene followed Lord Jesus during his ministry. I'm just turning to Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Just going to read one verse quickly. Luke chapter 8 verse 2. Scripture says... And certain women who had been healed 
of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, after whom had come seven demons. <coughs> Excuse me. Lord Jesus released her from the demon possession that she was possessed with. And how many demons came out of her? How many? Seven demons. Seven demons came out of Mary Magdalene. You know, you can imagine her life. She was totally possessed with evil. And one day Jesus laid his hands over her. Or he spoke a word towards her. And all the seven, de seven demons, they came out. And also scripture gives some of the evidences that Mary probably had a sinful life. You know, Mary, the name Magdalene came just because Mary was from a Mediterranean city near the Sea of Galilee by name Magdala. She was from a city by name Magdala. You know, that's why she was named as Mary Magdalene. City of city Magdala was very well known for prostitution. And scripture tells us, gives us evidences that probably this woman was a prostitute. She was a sinful woman and no wonder she was possessed with seven demons and Jesus cast those seven demons out of her and now we see Mary started following Jesus Christ intimately. Mary Magdalene is also associated in the scripture with a woman, if you remember, who was caught in adultery. Her name was not mentioned in the scripture, we read that in John chapter 8. Her name is not mentioned, but scholars believe that Mary Magdalene, probably she was the woman, she was caught in the adultery because she came from such a deadly city, it was possessed with the spirit of adultery and prostitution. And Mary came from that city, and one day, everyone wanted to stone her to death. But eventually, when Jesus bent down and wrote on the ground, on the mud, on, on the soil, only Mary was standing there, no one else. Probably, scholars believe that she was the woman. Mary was also associated with the woman who washed his feet with tears and wiped his feet with her hair. We read that in Luke 7. You know, there are two instances in the word of God where someone cried over Jesus and applied, anointed her, his feet with oil and wiped her feet with tears and with her, with her hair. One was the Mary of the brother as the sister of Lazarus the other was other one was believed that Mary Magdalene let's just read that scripture it's very interesting let's turn to Luke chapter 7 Luke chapter 7 verses 36 to 48 if you can just be with me let's quickly go through that scripture then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat and behold a woman in the city who was a sinner I believe this is Mary Magdalene because I also believe that the other woman was not a sinner who was a sister of Lazarus. She was also always sitting at the feet of Lord Jesus Christ and listening to. But here scripture talks about a woman who was a sinner when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrance oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. Of her head and she kissed and eventually Jesus when they question Lord why you allow such a sinner sinful woman to come and do this to you Jesus responded saying many sins were forgiven many sins were forgiven 
and she started following Lord Jesus Christ. We are talking about following Lord Jesus intimately. Think about this woman who was living in adultery, who was living in a sinful life, who was possessed with seven demons, started following Lord Jesus Christ during his ministry. Let's take it further. Mary started following, continued to follow Lord Jesus Christ during the crucifixion. You know, nobody told her to follow. Nobody put pressure on her to follow Lord Jesus. Nobody did anything to her to follow Lord Jesus. She started following Lord Jesus out of her intimate relationship with the Lord God. You know, that's what God expects us. You know, when we do that, we don't need any encouragement at all. We don't want somebody to praise us. We don't want somebody to encourage us. We don't want somebody to motivate us. We don't want somebody to, somebody to always stand at, the, you know, at our back and tell her, come on, do it, come on, do it. We will start doing things when we have that intimate relationship with God. And this morning we are talking about Mary Magdalene following Lord Jesus Christ out of an intimacy. Mary Magdalene, scripture says, she followed Lord Jesus Christ to the cross. Do you know that? She followed Lord Jesus Christ to the cross. She participated in all the trials that Jesus went through. Jesus was taken to the palace of Pilate. And he handed him over to the Roman soldiers. And they tortured him. They beat him up. And they put a crown of thorn over his head. And they spat on his face. And they plucked his beard. You know, he went through so much in his life. And Mary Magdalene followed Lord Jesus Christ all along. You know, today we see people in this world, they found to follow Lord God when they get things done for them. When everything is good in their lives, they want to follow Lord Jesus Christ. Mary Magdalene followed Lord Jesus Christ. Even the atmosphere was not good. The surrounding was not good. Jesus was not in a good condition there. But Mary decided in her heart that she will follow the Lord. Jesus is looking for, Holy Spirit is looking for such followers among us. Scripture says, she was all along with Jesus. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 27. Let's read two scriptures. Matthew 27. I believe this morning, the Spirit of God is speaking to us. Matthew 27, 55 and 56. And many women who followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him, as Jesus was carrying the cruel cross, where they are looking on from afar, among whom were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. Mary Magdalene was following Lord God as he was taken to the place where he was crucified. Scripture also says Mary Magdalene was following Lord God even after crucifixion. You know, you can imagine how terrible that situation was. Roman soldier was, you know, throwing everybody around that from that, uh, from the, from that place where crucifixion was going on. Even the disciples were not found there at the time of crucifixion. Probably one disciple who was there standing at the cross along with the, along with the mother uh, of Lord Jesus was John. Nobody else was around. And this poor woman, who decided to follow Lord Jesus intimately. She followed Lord God. Even after his death at the cross. When his body was taken to the tomb. Scripture says she followed even to the tomb. Can you imagine? Let's turn to Mark chapter 15 verse 47. Mark chapter 15 verse 47. Scripture says. And Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph. Observed where he was laid. 
He was laid in the tomb and Mary Magdalene was there looking, staring at the tomb. Looking for something to come out of it. Something good to happen there. Let's turn to again Matthew chapter 27, 61. Matthew chapter 27. And this morning I just want to you know, impress that fact that Mary followed Lord God very closely. Matthew 27, verse 61. And Mary Magdalene was there and the other Mary is sitting opposite the tomb. Can you imagine? Jesus was laid in the tomb. Everyone has gone. No one is around. It's total dark. Probably the Roman soldiers were guarding the tomb. And scripture says, Mary was just sitting the opposite side of the tomb. How closely she followed Lord God. You know, God expects us to do that. Let's read one more scripture. Mark 16, verse 1. Mark 16, verse 1. Now, when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, bought spices that they might come and anoint him. They came in the early morning, very early morning, to the tomb with spices just to anoint him, even at the death. A woman who followed Lord Jesus intimately until his death, even beyond his death. On the other side, if you remember Nicodemus, who came to Lord Jesus Christ, to whom Jesus spoke about eternal life, to born again, and he is standing there with, the, with the pounds of uh, uh, you know, spices to anoint his body. And on the other side, we see Mary Magdalene standing there along with another Mary to anoint his body with spices. A woman who followed Lord God. Mary Magdalene also followed Lord God even after his resurrection. Even after his resurrection, Mary followed Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, Mary Magdalene was the first witness of the resurrection. Can you imagine? If you can turn with me to John chapter 20. John chapter 20. She was the first witness of the resurrection. John chapter 20, verse 1. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Mary was the first one to witness the resurrection. In fact, she was the first one to witness the risen Savior. If you can read with me, uh, Matthew chapter, let, let's be in John, I guess. John chapter 20, verse 11 and through 18. But Mary stood us outside by the tomb weeping. Mary Magdalene was standing there outside the tomb weeping. As she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting. One at the, uh, at the head and other at the feet where the body of Jesus was laid. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him now. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw, can you imagine Jesus standing there? This Mary Magdalene, she witnessed the Lord God after his resurrection and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Our first thing that Jesus spoke after resurrection was with this Mary Magdalene. You know, we are longing to hear the voice of Lord Jesus today. How important that you and I need to walk closely with Lord God so that he can speak to us. He speak to her saying that, Women, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She supposing him to be the gardener. She said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary, 
she turned and said to him, Rabbanai. The moment she heard that voice, Mary, that was so familiar because she had an intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus. You know, if you and I have intimate relationship with the Lord God, we know who is talking to us. We know his voice very well. She turned aside and said to him, Rabbanai, which also means it's teacher. Verse 17, John 20, Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But Jesus, verse 18 says, Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord. She was the first witness to witness the risen Savior. And this morning, God is reminding us that it is important that we need to follow the Lord God intimately. Mary had a desire within her that made her to follow Lord Jesus Christ without any condition. Nothing could stop her. Not even the persecution. Not even the torture they were giving to Jesus. Not, not even the, after the death of Lord God. She was still following Lord Jesus Christ. This only reason is she was following Lord Jesus out of intimacy. You know, today that's what a God expects us. Some of us often fall because we do not have that intimate relationship with God. And this morning, God is urging you to set things right with God and long for such a relationship with Lord God so that we will be able to follow him the same way Mary did on the other day. Let's close our eyes this morning. Hope you are blessed by this teaching. Please write to Pastor Balan Swami Nathan at balan at hipm.org. God bless you.